Hey guys, Spencer here. Brian is sick, so unfortunately we weren't able to record our episode for this week, but we have pulled out a very special episode from our archives for you, so enjoy. Oh hi, thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage, 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 hey, 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 uh, just chilling for the people that spent some cash uh, I'm feeling like a piece of trash Hey, my name's Ryan K I'm here to say that Spencer pounds on pads like every day Yeah, we talk about aliens and UFOs Try to make the people scream, never say oh no uh, They only say oh yes Cause everything we speak every hour is fresh It's the What If Podcast Hey, bro. What's up, man? Cool raps. Thanks. Cool beats. Thanks, dude. It's almost like we do this every once in a while or something. What's going on with you? Dude, I'm pretty good. That didn't sound convincing at all. Well. <laughs> Fair <laughs> you enough. Know, it happens. Had a long day. Happens was, to the best I of them. Worked from like eight to six today. So, you know, I'm a little, a little loopy. Cool. Didn't cool. eat lunch. Just oh. had some snacks. Well, you shouldn't do that. You well, should be nutritionalized and hydrazized <laughs> at all times. I'm very, I'm very hydrazized because they give us LaCroix. Okay. So I'm like, I'm, I'm LaCroix up all the time. I had to turn off the, the humidifier before we recorded because it's too bubbly. It's too bubbly. It's too humid. Every like 30 seconds or so it goes. Bloop. Oh, is that why? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. So we're gonna be blue, blue. real dry. Blue, blue. Sorry. It's like when uh it's like when you know those you ever seen those pitchers that are shaped like fish and when you tip them the water hits the angle and the pitcher at the right angle and it goes like bloop and it sounds like a fish gurgle bubble? No. If you Google fish pitchers <laughs> or gurgle pitcher. Gurgle pitcher? I think it's gurgle pitcher. Okay. They make like real weird sounds. Neat. Some people got a lot of time on their hands. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I mean, somebody bought it, I guess. So. I, my parents bought one. That's how I found out they were there a real is. thing. There it is. Dude, I watched Love and Saucers today. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's the, you know, the guy who paints pictures of aliens that he's had sex with? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I that, watched a documentary about him today. <laughs> that was, somebody put that in the Facebook group, right? I think so. Was that a, was the article in the Facebook group wasn't about the documentary, though, was it? Uh, I don't know. A lot of people have written about this dude because okay. he paints pictures of aliens he's had sex with. <laughs> it's kind of a unique story. Yeah, it's, that would make the news occasionally, I'm sure. So I think it was an, just another publication of some sort that's written about that guy. His yeah, name yeah. is David Huggins, is the artist. Yeah, yeah. But there's a, a documentary that came out like last, within the last couple of weeks, called Love and Saucers. Is it on Netflix? No. Whoa. It's on dicks. Amazon. All right, I can do that. Yeah. Prime or do you got to buy it? Uh, I think you got to rent it because I have Prime and it made me rent it. Mm. Can I can I ask you a question? Sure. What what Amazon products were you recommended? <laughs> since oh, that's you, a great question. Since you ordered that movie, uh, I mean, my Amazon is usually pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a general as a general rule, I, um, I would love the guy whose job it is or gal whose job it is to look at their segmentation for people who are on the website and they're like, cool. All right. So like product recommendations, if these people do this, let's give them this. If these people do this, Hey, yeah. Uh, Dave, <laughs> there's this new movie out that people are watching. What, what do we show them? So 
the well the the related films the customers who watched this also watched oh section. boy probably pretty strong i'm sure uh, you got something called patient 17 which is about a surgeon who claims to remove alien implants yo that sounds like a topic for a full episode you've got mother the, that movie that came out earlier this year, or I guess last year now. Somebody told me that the last 15 minutes of that movie is the most disturbing 15 minutes of actual film they've ever seen. It looked pretty messed up just from the trailer. Not uh, really interested in that. A lot of just real B-movie UFO documentaries. Sounds... The new Blade Runner. Something called American Jedi. Can you watch the new Blade Runner on Amazon now? Uh, I guess so. Oh, tight. I missed that in the theater. I might go... Oh. Uh, you can only buy it though, and it's twenty dollars. So, Spencer, okay. let's let's take a look at Spencer's Amazon.com. Mm. Recommended for me. Mm. Uh, we have a bunch of fucked up movies. Cool. Something called Alien Reptilian Legacy. Nope. Nazis in the CIA. Bro, the the number of Nazi movies needs to go down. It's because they get looped into every fucking conspiracy ever. I know, but like. It's like Nazi trains and Nazi gold and yeah, Nazis yeah. in the CIA and like um, I'm being it's like recomm- Ernest goes to camp series, but like with fucking Nazis. I'm being recommended a lot of different types of edible insects. <laughs> oh yeah, some we've threatened s- to do that for a long time. Some sneakers. Uh, I, I should buy some more Ultra Boosts. Apparently, um, do you want to do the insects thing? I, what eat them or talk about them? Eat them. Not really. Uh, books about astronomy is apparently a thing I would like. Musical True. instrument accessories, lots of drum accessories. Sure. I need those, I guess. This is all like very on brand for you. Yeah, I, right? will, I will say. Nintendo is... Switch accessories. Also very on brand. And they're telling me I should watch the Twin Peaks reboot. I mean, they kind of nailed it. I was going to say, Amazon's <laughs> got you figured out, my guy. But dude, this movie is phenomenal. Uh, when you say phenomenal. It's a great documentary about a really weird Dude. Subject, but yeah, it, it's just like a, a really good uh, picture of this guy. He, do you know anything about his story? I have I know literally nothing other okay. than someone posted in the Facebook group that there was a guy who painted uh, painted art of him having sex with aliens. Okay, well, I, I was sort of familiar with him before, just like I read a couple of those <laughs> articles about him because, yes. you know, weird alien abduction shit. Yes. He's 72 years old. He lives in New Jersey. And he claims that from the time he was eight years old, he's encountered aliens. It's actually encountered aliens because that's a bummer. No, not at eight. That was later. Okay. Um, and I'm happier about that. <laughs> he he works at a deli in New Jersey. Swag. And he also paints. And most, I think all of his paintings are about his encounters with aliens. I like this guy. And you want to hear about a few of his encounters? Why not? Okay. We've we've got time today. I brought some (laughs) stories, but we can do that later. Starting when he was eight, he grew up in Georgia in like very rural, lived on a farm, Georgia. Georgia. And his first encounter was when he was eight years old. He, He claims to have seen what he called, quote, a little hairy guy with large glowing eyes who in his paintings looks like a miniature Bigfoot. Sweet. Like Bigfoot, but... Little, maybe little foot? four. That's a dinosaur, but maybe uh, like four four feet tall. But also, like four foot tall, glowing eyed Bigfoot. Like if you combined Bigfoot and Mothman and then shrunk them, Middlefoot. Sure. Is that a like a Lord of the Rings? No, I'm just 
big little. I mean, if big Bigfoot is Bigfoot because he's just big foot. and has big feet. So if he's six, five foot. six, he's like me, yeah, middle foot, medium foot, <laughs> midfoot. So he, he was walking through his field and <laughs> midfoot, mid midfoot shows that sounds up like behind a him. Roast. <laughs> okay, midfoot. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like a cut of meat, like a. Oh. <laughs> Yes, I'd like a slice of the midfoot. <laughs> so he saw midfoot, and he just ran away, and midfoot stumbled back into the woods. That was his first encounter. Okay. Not sure how he decided that that was an alien, because he just saw a little furry guy running around. Which could have been like a raccoon. <laughs> like a small bear or something. Or a small bear. Yeah, yeah bear cub for bears sure. bears in Georgia? Hell yeah. Okay. For sure. I don't know. I've never been. I mean, I don't, like, I've never, I've never been, nor have I ever, like, seen them, but I know that Georgia vast parts of Georgia are like forests and mountains and shit. Not mountains. Hey mountains, Siri, but... are there bears in Georgia? Oh dude, did you see we got hit up? Okay, here's what I found. Oh, she didn't actually That's a restaurant me. called the Bears Den, Yip. <laughs> you fucking robot. Siri, I meant the animal. I don't know what that means. Yeah. If that... you like, I can search the web for. Siri, I meant the animal. No, Dude. don't do that. Please go away. <laughs> <laughs> so the second time, we don't know if there are bears in Georgia, guys. Uh, you, did you, you probably see, have your phone in your pocket. You can look it up. I do. I will. I uh, meant the listeners. Okay. Uh, quick aside. Did you see that we got a second, um, a second volunteer to be our fact checker slash science uh, person? No, I missed that. So I definitely went through our spam folder. And, oh, and that's saw, a thing I've never thought to do. Yeah, we had a shitload of messages that got caught in our spam folder that were actually website submissions. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Uh, there was literally like 40 emails in our spam <laughs> that were Oops. actual emails from Oops. people. So huh. anyway. Okay. Well, maybe uh, I'll respond to some of those tomorrow. That yeah, could be a, a fun thing to do. The problem is that I went. Are they super old? No, they're all like within the last couple of months. Okay. But uh the so the problem is none of them are marked as unread cuz to read them and then move them to the inbox, I had to actually open them. Wait, so, so they're, they're just, in our inbox just as like read emails? They should be in the inbox as read emails now. Huh. If I did it correctly. Well, what would you know? Um maybe we should we should call our uh our biology friend about uh, if there are bears bears in, in Georgia. Oh, yeah, look at this. What if you died on Mount Everest? What if I suggested a... T- oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry. Sorry, bunch, team. Bunch of stuff. Sorry, guys. Uh, Google dropped the ball there. Yeah. My name is Taylor, by the way. Would love to hear back from you guys. Keep up the good work. Cool email. Tight, 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 tight. Okay. So he saw Midfoot when he was eight. Later when he was eight, he was walking out to the barn, and he saw a giant praying mantis being... Uh, which sprayed him with some sort of blue-gray liquid. Gross. And then ran away. <laughs> it's not the first time we've... Uh, so a, a giant bug sneezed on him <laughs> and then ran away. It's like uh, it's like the uh, it's like the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park when they get scared, they like venom on you and then run away. What? Which dinosaurs? I don't remember that. Remember the, the ones that got the... Um, oh, yeah, they weren't scared, though. Weren't they trying to... They were trying to eat Newman. Yeah, but they were like, weren't they pissed off and afraid at the same time? It's a reptilian. Nice. Uh, Got him. Yeah, I mean, I guess they were probably scared. Got him. 
So, so far he got sneezed on by a giant praying mantis and he saw a bear cub. The third one, he was again walking through a field on the way to his friend's house and he got the sense that someone was watching him. And he hears, he says in the movie, a mooing sound, like a cow mooing. It's probably an alien. Probably not not a cow on the farm. Ahead of him, he sees a little gray alien, like, pop its head up out of the field, and it's staring at him. Then he sees a really bright white light, and the next thing he knows, he's standing in in a different field, and he doesn't know how he got there. Okay. So, of course, he believes he was abducted by aliens. Of course he was. Uh, a fourth one, these are all from when he was a little kid living in Georgia. Eight gray aliens in blue suits just dropped out of the sky into a field. And he ran back to his house because, fuck that, aliens falling out of the sky. Later that yeah. night, he sees the same gray aliens outside of his window. They come into his room, take him outside, and they float up to some sort of craft. Where he's then in a room with the gray aliens and a tall alien woman, who's just a woman, like a normal-looking human woman. With an alien face. Woof. Yeah. That's there are, there are lots of paintings of it if you want to check it out. Actually, not, give give uh, give uh, the words David Huggins a Google real quick. Not particularly. And then click images. Okay, before I do that, I have to I have to get rid of my existing Google, which is my answer to are there bears in Georgia? Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, there are. Okay. <laughs> like black bears, brown bears? What do uh, we got? black bears. Um and like this is a video of black bears roaming the neighborhoods of Atlanta, Georgia. It's like a mom Damn. and two cubs. No, thank you. Uh, and apparently, overall, there are over twenty two hundred bears in Georgia statewide. So how do they know? Hell, Count them all. Hell yeah, there are. Okay. No, they just do like the tagging and like they tag certain number by area. And hey, great transition because the tall alien lady stuck something up his nose which he believes was to keep tabs on him after they put him back in his house. Because when he was older... (laughs) Yes? I'm just having a hard time with my Google search, (laughs) that's all. Oh, yeah, you get some cool images? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm hearing you say, uh, oh, good, there's literally a painting of her shoving something up his nose. Yeah, perfect. Okay, good. Ew, this is this shit's weird, bro. Oh, yeah, they're super weird. They're just good enough to be creepy... Well, he's a pretty good painter. Yeah, like the actual painting skills are pretty. <laughs> they're they're somewhat realistic, somewhat impressionistic. The eight dudes in the field. Are- yeah, there you go. That's <laughs> the one I was just talking about. <laughs> uh, it's like uh, oh, let me. Do, you guys should Google this, but let me just describe for you that it's just it's like a tree line with a field, and then there are like they look like eight parachuters without parachutes, slowly floating to the ground, and they all have the identical. Gray alien, like classic gray alien face, like pointed chin, big rounded top, big black eyes. This shit is the fucking weirdest, bro. <laughs> what the fuck is this? So if you <laughs> Dude, if you're keeping track, weird. Oh yeah, no, no. That so that's him on the on the left. That's his kid in the middle that he had with the alien woman on the right. We'll get there. What? Yeah. So, so far we have the, the gray aliens who sometimes wear blue suits. We have the hairy guy, which is probably Bigfoot. Yep, that's her. That's the alien woman. Uh-huh. Very, very voluptuous and naked in this version. Oh, of course. We've got the praying mantis guy. Uh, and then we have the alien woman who he says is named Crescent. That's her name. That's a cool name. And then there's a tall guy who has a knob on his head. 
We claims is in charge. Phrasing. <laughs> Phrasing. That's how David said it. When he was, oh, he also, when he was 17, he lost his virginity to Crescent, the, uh, the alien lady who you just saw a photo of or a painting okay. of. Okay. Quote, David, I couldn't get my pants down fast enough the first time he met her, which was just out in the woods by his house. I guess we should probably say at this point that uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna Google this, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, they're they're not safe for work. They're super they're, not safe for work. If, yeah, don't probably give that Google if you have kids around or anything. Sorry if you were already doing that. There's, there's <laughs> talking about this for ten minutes saying I Google. I mean, David we Huggins. opened with Have you heard about the guy who had sex with aliens? <laughs> good point. So, good point. The, but the lead uh, the lead should have given you guys some contextual clues. As some of you probably anticipated, there is a. A lot of nudity in these paintings. I don't know. We, that would. I guess we've never really given people. Well, no, we've warned people. Like, don't Google the the bear stuff or the fatberg. Ugh. We made some people <laughs> throw up on Twitter with that one. When he was nineteen, he left Georgia and he moved to New York, New York City, and he's uh, he's living in Manhattan. And he starts talking about how, so there was sort of, I don't know, I guess he's 72 now. So he was probably born in, how does math work? 56? Is that how math works? Or or five. Yeah. Depending on when he was born. Okay. Right? No. Yeah, that works. Does it? Okay. Yeah, because if he know, was born in December of 56. I don't know when these interviews were filmed with him, when he says he was 72, so he's probably not, he's probably older than that now. Whatever. Okay. He's living in New York in the 60s. And he starts talking about these things that happened to him while he's asleep, and he says they're, it's like a dream, but it's not. And he wakes up one morning, and he hears a voice say, we'll be back tonight. And he's been, this stuff has been happening for a while and he's been trying to figure out like, is this real? Are these just weird fucked up dreams that I've had, that I'm having? What's going on? Right. So his solution to this is to go out and buy flowers during the day and leave them in his room in a vase. And when the alien woman comes back, he'll tell her to take the the flowers because they're for her. And then if they're not there, obviously there was an alien in his room who took the flowers. It's the only... It's the only reason. And if they the are way. there, then there wasn't, and he's just having some weird <laughs> dreams. So that night, alien lady, Crescent, comes back, and he tells her that the flowers are for her, and when he wakes up in the morning, they're not there. So he oh. concludes that, that Crescent, is a, Crescent is a real alien woman. Totally. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know why I put this down in my notes, but I did. There's a quote from David that says, That night we were rubbing our heads together. Next time you're with your girlfriend, try rubbing your heads together. Trust me. <laughs> so, I guess I felt that was noteworthy. You know what? <laughs> this guy obviously knows a lot of stuff we don't know, so. Right? Uh, so he says maybe. of Crescent, she was my girlfriend, really, although it was a very unconventional relationship. Oh, no shit. <laughs> The fucking human-bodied, alien-faced alien woman who visits you in your dreams? It wasn't your average, uh, you know, Netflix and chill. Uh, well, in one regard it was because he, what I've glossed over to this point is that he is fucking the alien woman every time that she comes over. And that's basically all that they do. <laughs> 
She shows up in okay. his room okay. along with the little praying mantis guy. They fuck for a while, then they leave. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. They also, he learns at one point, had an alien baby together. Or a, a hybrid, if you will. Gotta wrap it up, Dave. <laughs> well, I don't know if he really had a choice. Gotta, gotta, gotta hug. Never mind. Pardon? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to make a, his last name's Huggins, and I was trying to make a, hu- never mind. Yep. Got to start. Didn't, didn't quite hug, get there. Hugging. Uh, never mind. I'll, I'll workshop no, it. I'll try one more time. No, 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 I'm, I'm going to workshop it. I'll, uh, I'll come back. Okay. We're, we're going to be on this story for a while. I'm going to okay, workshop it. Okay. I'll come back. He learns that they had an alien baby or an alien human hybrid baby together, and she, Crescent, tells him one night that their alien baby is dying, and he insists on going to the spaceship that she is from or lives on or whatever. To visit his alien to baby? To see the alien baby. Before it dies or to see if he can, like, help? Yes. Yep. Totally. Uh, and the baby appears to be dead or not moving already when he gets there, but he touches it, and his magical touching of the alien baby that's maybe his brings it back to life and that's fine. So she brings him into another room of the spaceship. With a bunch of dead babies in it? What the fuck? (laughs) There are hundreds of these alien-human hybrid babies, which she informs him are all his. Because they've been together for a while, and apparently the... Every night, dude. uh, They got got a a 24-hour gestation period. That's the word I couldn't think of. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, just... like. Keep hey, cranking them out. I'm going to need you to knock me up every Monday, <laughs> Wednesday, Friday for the next, oh, three years. And they're they're all struggling. So he goes around and just like pokes each one of them and then they're all fine. Well, okay. Yes. Naturally, I have lots of questions. I can't imagine why. <laughs> um, this Was this the first time he ever said he'd been to the ship or had he been up there before? Mm, I th- no, at least one other time when he was a kid because when they, they put, put the tracker the, in the his implant nose? thing in, up his nose. Okay. I don't know if that was the only other time or if there were many. I would I, w- I would guess this would be one of the more memorable times. When you saw your hundreds of, of offspring? <laughs> when you saw a factory of alien offspring you yep. didn't know you had? Oh, speaking of factories of aliens, he claims <laughs> at one point that they handed him an alien inside a package. He calls it a packaged alien. <laughs> There's a painting of it. I don't know if you would be able to find it. Googling but. packaged alien real <laughs> quick. <laughs> See where that leads us. Yes, I am. And it's, there's, there is a painting of it and it's this alien that's been like shrink wrapped and is small. Tight. And I guess that you remember like the, did you ever have the, the dinosaurs as a kid that you could put in the water and then they would oh, expand? Yeah. The little spongy ones. Yeah. It's sure. basically that, but an alien and it's alive and it's shrink wrapped. Um, okay. And dope. Yep. Can he, we have one? No, he said it freaked him out. That was the only part of this that freaked him out, apparently. Not having sex with the alien lady on a nightly basis for years. The shrink wrapped alien that was, was, that was what the line for him. Yep. Took him over the edge. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> how'd that Google go for you? <laughs> well, actually, less um less weird or wild than you probably would have imagined it to be. Just toys or something? Uh it's all Alien movie oh, package toys. Right, However, right, right. painting. I wonder if maybe? I do or David, David Huggins packaged alien painting. Please hold. <laughs> I'll I'll keep going while you while you look that up. You're making some weird faces. Is this it? 
I don't know. I can't see your computer. I'm turning it. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. You should save that so we can post it. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Why? And he's like barely a good enough painter to pull it off. It's. It's. I think he's trying to say, he's trying to depict that there's plastic wrap over an alien and it's like which, pushing against it, which, kinda, which is a really hard thing to paint. And it also kind of makes the painting look like a cross between like a mime, mm-hmm. like faking a wall mm-hmm. and, and also somehow like the cover of the movie dead presidents. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. See you should, you should save that picture. Okay. So he claims he had 60 or more of these encounters from the time that he was a kid up until like his early 20s. He had more than that if he made hundreds of babies. Well, right. I guess we don't really know how how that process works. True. Because it probably doesn't. And we need Sims here. Because it's not real. Yeah, I was listening back when I was editing that episode when he said, and I'm your guest, or nah. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Gotta, we need that every week. I got to listen to that back. It's, it's a good one. What was it? Was he saying that in defense of something he had just said? No, it was in response to something I was saying about the crazy time traveling computer communication shit. Okay. <laughs> I got to go back. That was fun. Uh, you guys seem to like that episode. Thanks so, for jamming. I'm confused. You, Thanks be, for jamming. You, you hated when we had guests. I guess we just had, we had shitty guests. I don't know what it was. Don't say that to our friends. You guys just all hated Dwinell. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. What the hell? So he gets married, not to an alien, to a real human adult woman when he was 20 something. <laughs> did he and tell that real human adult woman about his he did, history? He did not for a long time. Oh, really? Oh, uh-huh. I didn't I didn't think you were going to actually have an answer to oh, that. I have, I have all the answers bro. about this, bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to just interrupt you one more time. Uh, nothing to me is funnier than this search for... Uh, I'm still going through David Huggins' packaged alien looking for more stuff. Uh-huh. And I've scrolled far enough down in the Google search that I'm getting just tons of random pictures of like aliens. And definitely in all in the same image, there is a picture of uh, Alien Kama Sutra. I mean, that's basically, that could have been the name of the David Huggins story, really. That's real. The David Huggins story. (laughs) Uh, E.T., and Russell Brand. For oh, some these are different pictures. Okay, I was like, if this reason. is one image, I'm going. I don't want to see it. No, no, no. It's it's. Yeah, like, that's quite the you Google sc- you put you together scr- there. <laughs> I'm screen. <laughs> I'm screen grabbing this. Is that? I can't see what's on the bottom, but it looks like it might be like a cookie cutter alien shape. Is that what's going on? Bottom um, middle there. Because if there are alien cookie cutters, I think I need them. That is a that is a cool idea. It is we, not. We can have the what if podcast bake sale. It's a. Oh. <laughs> we um, we got to do it in a state that's more fun than this one, though. Oh, that's true. That's true. Well, although as of today, we don't know how much fun is going to be. Fuck them! Fuck them! Um, that is actually the the cutout you're seeing is a heart cutout in a cardboard box for the lots of hugging bear, which is a toy Gross. that apparently. <laughs> kids well it's for kids man they just do they hug that the bear make it less weird they hug the bear a lot yeah it's- tons of hugging anyway dave gets married and has a kid 
uh, adult person, kid person, no aliens involved. And in in 1987, you have brothers and sisters, honey. <laughs> hundreds. They live far away. In 87, he starts feeling what he calls a presence, which he thinks is the aliens coming back to visit him. Of course he does. So, <laughs> as any reasonable person does, he read Bud Hopkins' book, Intruders. Are you familiar with Bud Hopkins? I know that name, but I don't feel like I know why or who he is. He if you was, say more, I might recognize him. He was the dude who sort of started the whole hypnotic regression to determine people had been abducted by aliens thing. Womp womp. Uh, also a painter, oddly enough. Oh. And he wrote a few books about some of the cases that he, quote-unquote, studied and or made up and told to people. And one of those books was called Intruders, about a woman who got abducted by aliens over many times over a long period of time. Okay. So Dave reads this book and then decides that he needs to go meet with Bud Hopkins to, to figure out what's happening to him. Sure. So we went from, which... He's being obviously interviewed and he's doing all this painting and telling all these stories after that point. So early in his life, he doesn't, he didn't recall or didn't talk to anyone or didn't document any of this crazy alien shit that was happening to him. And then all of a sudden he got hypnotized and all these memories came back to him, which is always the case with this shit. And you know what? Well, go ahead. No, go for it. You know what I wonder about that sometimes is like my initial inclination with a lot of that stuff is to be like people are making it up because making up what like like making up oh I do remember that like it's it's purely a fictional are you saying invention in their mind yes oh I I, I don't think that happens very often. So you think it's people who've just wanted to have an experience their whole lives who get hypnotized and then they just sort of believe that they do through some sort of suggestion versus desire versus... I think the combination of something weird, unexplainable, and or uh, traumatic happened to me coupled with... I think it might be alien or paranormal related because that's something I'm aware of because I read this book or in Huggins's case I collect sci-fi horror movies he has thousands of them in his house thousands of sci-fi and horror movies yes well so that could help you have some weird ideas so that those two things combined with then I'm going to go to someone who I know studies alien abductions and let him hypnotize me and talk to me while I'm hypnotized for a to-be-determined amount of time I, I think could result in what feel like real memories. Yeah. Especially if the brain is trying to cover up actual traumatic events. Oh, that's a really interesting way to say that. Which he describes having in his life. Because I feel like, yeah, that makes sense. Because I feel like um, I had a I had this really great psych class in high school that was like, it was a full year long developmental psychology class that we took and it was a small group class. It was only like 12 people. And, um, we had this really fascinating teacher who was just super wicked smart. And 
like once a month we would have a session where we would get to like pick her brain and just ask her about weird shit that we were always curious about. And she would give us her, she was like a triple major and like had her master's and her PhD. And like, she was just like a crazy smart for being like a high school teacher. <clears throat> anyway, so we would pick her brain about random topics and, um, and if she didn't know an answer to something, she'd bring that answer to that back to us next month with what she'd like research and synthesize. Okay. So it was kind of fun. It was like a fun little like fact finding thing. Anyway, <clears throat> one time we asked her about deja vu and the concept of deja vu mm-hmm. and the way that she explained like what deja vu is to us. And I don't know if we've talked past about lives, on duh. the show before. Yeah. Past loves. Uh, I don't think we've talked about this on the show before, but basically like the way that she explained it is that your brain is constantly trying to fill holes in what's happening all the time with like what it already knows. So your brain knows that like a table is a table, right? And so when it sees a table, it just pulls from tables. This is a list of tables that I've seen in my life and I can make out that like this looks like a table. It's the same concept of like cloud watching, right? When this people is go, a table and I could make out with an alien on it. <laughs> yes, score. <laughs> Um, same concept with cloud watching, right? Where people are like, oh, the clouds are turning into shapes if I look at them. It's like, well, no, your brain just is programmed to recognize certain shapes. Faces being probably the most important. Right. And it fills those into the things that it doesn't fully understand. Sure. So we have a need to understand and then categorize or catalog things. Right. Totally. And I think that recognize patterns, even if there aren't any. Yes. And I think that that makes a ton of sense the way that you said, like, using, if you've got a bunch of stuff that you do recognize, because it's Wait, stimuli. Wait, what did that have to do with deja vu? Not Nothing specifically with deja vu. I just pointed out the deja vu thing as the way to, like, that your brain is constantly pulling from what it has to fill holes in your brain. How does that explain deja vu, though? What do you mean? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I didn't get back to that. That um, your brain is basically if you think you've been somewhere before, that's like your brain pulling on something to the point where it makes you almost think that it's a memory. So you know if I saying? see a building that is actually new to me, my brain might try and compare it or relate it to other to buildings a, I've seen in other places. Yes. And then that will make it feel familiar even if it's not. Exactly. Okay. To the extent with which you might go, oh, I feel like I've seen this building before. And even though you haven't, your brain gives you that sensation because it's pulling from it its some... previous sense of stimuli. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. And, and I think that it's totally applicable, right, to a guy like this, like especially like you said, if he's got a ton of shit to pull from and he's got these traumatic holes in his life that potentially he's trying to fill or find a reasoning for or whatever. And then you combine it with hypnosis, which the whole point of hypnosis is that you're suggestible. Right, implanting and then, ideas. And then it's not an impartial person doing the hypnosis. It's somebody who believes in and perpetuates and writes about and profits from alien abduction right. and alien abduction stories. So dangerous, man. Yeah, it fucking is. So dangerous. Yes. Like, Especially when you're talking about... So the, I pulled a few quotes that David says in the movie about trauma that happened to him when he was young. Because I think it's even more dangerous when you're using that to... And I'm not saying this is always the case or even necessarily the case ever, but I think it's possible that the brain is more comfortable accepting something paranormal or otherworldly than dealing with real life personal 
oh, trauma. Hell yeah, absolutely. And he, uh, there are three quotes I wrote down from him where he says, I was traumatized, but after I started doing the paintings, I calmed down. Okay. So it's also, a, you know, I mean, a art, art can definitely be therapeutic and a, a coping, coping mechanism for people. Yeah, for sure. The other one is my mother and father drank a great deal. If I was around, I usually got hit with something. And they would fight like cats and dogs. Dad was seeing other women. It was like hell, really. Talking about his childhood. Sure. So, and I know that's put into the film intentionally to try and tell a story. But I also think it's a valid point that, because eventually you get to, well, David definitely believes all this stuff. Oh, yeah. And if it's not happening exactly as he says it is, because there's no evidence of that other than him saying it, what actually is going on? Right. Which is a equally tricky question, I think. No doubt. And I feel like that's a question that we we often find ourselves asking on this show in general, right? It's like, if this isn't the case... If it's not a ghost or a past right. life or an alien or a, right. yeah, what is what is actually happening? Something here? strange is still going on, right? Uh, the the last quote I wrote down from him is, about this is, "quote I read the book referring to intruders, and several months later we got divorced." Uh oh. So he started when he started going down this path of the hypnotic regressions and coming to terms with like maybe all this stuff did happen to me. He decided to tell his wife about it. And, and she, she went, bounced. Uh-uh. Yep. That's kind of sad. I mean, I get it, kind of. Also, you're opening with, oh, the whole time we've been together, I've been having sex with somebody else. Like, maybe not the best. That's true. Maybe not the best opening to that conversation. But she's an alien. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> right? Although he also says that he's essentially paralyzed during these moments. So I don't, maybe it doesn't sound like he's, it's weird because it doesn't sound like he's totally uh, complicit, but then he also says at the end of the, at the movie, he would have, if he had the choice, he would have left with them, with the aliens Oh, and lived with them rather than living on earth. And he says, quote, I wouldn't have missed it at all. Talking about life on earth. Sick burn. Well, Sick Osburn. I'm gonna guess as a as a older man who has built his life around painting pictures of himself having sex with aliens. There are probably some people who aren't real kind to him. Yeah, and also I can imagine that if that's what he's turned his life's obsession or fascination into, that he's like, yeah, no, uh, this is just zed for me this is right this is my a1 he's kind of he's kind of pot committed to the whole fucking aliens whole thing fucking at this point thing. <laughs> <laughs> and documenting the shit out of it uh the just it, one more thing about the if it's not aliens what is it thing okay cool because i have lots more questions about this so yeah, i hope yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay he in the movie there's an interview with uh, a guy named jeffrey Kripal, k-r-i-p-a-l who's that's pronounced cripples cripple <laughs> Jeff the Cripple Jeff is, the Cripple. Uh, Jesus, I was going to, hmm. he's a professor of religion <laughs> from Rice University, and he his whole thing is studying religious and erotic experiences in history. Whoa. And apparently there's a, a large catalog of 
those types of experiences that That's are both pretty interesting. spiritual or religious and also somehow erotic. Huh. Going way, way back in time. And huh. he says in the film, the whole history of religion is essentially strange beings coming from the sky to do strange things to human beings. Which is not that far off. Like, yeah. Back in the day, it used to be angels or demons yeah, or spirits really or whatever. And now it's aliens because technology is a thing that we're familiar with. And right. space travel is a thing we're familiar with. Right. But maybe there's something deeper that is happening that is being over time interpreted through different lenses and different perspectives based on where we are as human beings and as, as cultures. That's pretty interesting. Um, he says, I absolutely believe David. What is happening to him though, is an entirely different question. Meaning. Whoa. Yeah. Meaning I think he. Whoa. That's a, that's a crazy way to say that. Well, I mean, Not a crazy way to say it, but like, it's like, that's a, it's basically what we were just saying is like, right. I don't think you're lying to me. I also don't think that those things happen to you. Right. So I think you think this, <laughs> right. I mean, we, we talked about this with, with Mike too. And on the UFO episode way back when, right. I, I don't think you're lying to me. You wouldn't have anything to gain from lying to me or to anyone else. You're right. not profiting from this in any way. In a lot of ways, it's made your life worse. Harder. Yeah. And, and yet I don't believe that what you're describing really happened or at least in the way that you're describing it. Right. And I don't know how to, I, I just don't know what that means then. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like these, they're always really hard to justify. And I think that's also why a lot of these stories and situations are, often met with ridicule because people don't go the next step of, so what is happening to you if you believe this is a real thing? It's just so outrageous for someone to believe that it's a thing even remotely that it's just entirely written off and dismissed. And yet there is a catalog of these experiences going back thousands of years in human history. For sure. Real talk. With slight variations, but this, the the concept is is the same. No doubt. That you have an encounter with some being that is not a human and it's somehow sexual in nature. Right. That's been happening consistently for thousands of years. So it's not nothing. Right. I it's, mean, also, like, I don't know, like, I think about things like sleep paralysis and I think about things like fucking middle school boys been having wet dreams for 10,000 years too. Like, put them together and what sure. do you got? I mean, we I are don't inherently know. sexual beings. Right. But yeah, I, I guess I, I just, and, and we do at the end of the day, all have basically the same, uh, the same wiring and the same components. So I guess that might explain some of the similarities in the stories over right. time. Like the human brain hasn't really changed in thousands of years. Yeah. And our, in the way that we, our senses function to physically and mentally like experience but, but even then why is it such a small portion of the population that has those experiences and and yeah. why is it so different from other i mean i think it is super suspicious that these things happen at night or you know in the, the in a dream like or in between awake and and sleep state yeah 
but it doesn't happen to everyone. And even the people that it does happen to, it doesn't happen all the time. Right. And so is that just a, some sort of psychological something? But you could also say that about like a lot or most of the shit we talk about, right? Like a lot of people that swear they see ghosts or swear they've right. been abducted by aliens or... Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like the, the more interesting question to me is not, is that happening the way you said it's happening or not the more interesting question is what is actually happening Mm. rather than looking at it as you say it's a ghost i'm going to dismiss that it's a ghost or believe you that it's a ghost looking at it from the lens of some really weird shit happened to me what was it right rather than or at least testing multiple hypotheses hypotheses about what it is instead of just saying no, I know it's this without testing it. Right. And the rest of the world saying, well, that's not very, that's not a very scientific or logical way to approach this. So I'm just going to dismiss it entirely. Yeah. But it's hard because if, you know, from any scientific standpoint, the answer is nothing happened because there's no evidence of it. I was just, yeah, I was just thinking that same thought. And I was wondering, has anybody, probably not, has anybody ever documented like, has anybody been having a a CAT scan or, like, an MRI, like, while they've had a encounter or something like that? I don't know. Well, there was, uh, who was the, the God Helmet guy? Oh, that's true. Who was able to invoke religious or out-of-body experiences that's right. through stimulating certain parts of the brain. Right, right, right. I don't remember his name right now. but I don't either. But so I, don't, I remember what you're talking about. who have approached it from that angle of trying to recreate that experience. No, and I, I guess I mean more like, is there a brain chemistry thing? Right. Signals that are happening in specific places that we don't fully understand certain wavelengths in your brain that some people are more prone to or akin to, or you got some DMT leaking out. <laughs> Plug your DMT hole. <laughs> Get yourself a cork. <laughs> you sprung a leak. You sprung a DMT leak. You're going to have crazy <laughs> dreams. You better watch out. You're going to see some shit. Yeah, doctor, I've been seeing uh, vibrating basketballs everywhere that talk to me. You stick a cork in it, Dad. <laughs> you fucking weirdo. I don't know. Yeah, machine elves uh, are just showing up everywhere lately, bro. Why is uh, why why is my doctor in ignorant Southern accent? What the fuck is that? For some reason, I really thought you were gonna say, "Why is my doctor an ignorant slut?" And I was like, "That's super aggressive." <laughs> Jane, you ignorant slut. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. No, man. seriously, uh, I just my doctor the other day. No, I'm just kidding, dude. I went to the chiropractor the other day. Yeah. Did you get crunched? Highly, highly recommended. I forgot how great it is. I, I hadn't been in a couple of years. I haven't been in like a decade. Oh, go. Did it Did it just... Yeah, it's great. They loosen everything up. You hear some weird noises. For they sure. move your neck in a way that feels like you might die for half a second. Yeah, and then you're totally fine. Yeah, it's great. It's I remember, invigorating. <laughs> I remember the first time I ever did it, because they, they give you that warning too. They're like... <laughs> they don't it doesn't say really prep you for it, though. No, no. no. In, in, in more or less words, they're like, I need you to relax. I'm about to whip the shit out of your neck. <laughs> and if you don't relax, I could actually break it. So you need to really, really relax your neck, even while I'm whipping the shit out That's of it. That's why and we need legal weed, bro. <laughs> yeah. Because I think I was like 
I don't know, I was like 17 or 18 at the time when I started going to a chiropractor. And I was like, okay. Or four. Um, <laughs> we've talked about this on the show before. Uh, so I'm 6'5", and there was a period in high school from like basically my sophomore year in high school to my senior year in high school where I grew like six inches in like two and a half years, basically. Okay. And Isn't that pretty normal uh, for that age? Yeah, it was maybe it was it was a more than average. I went from like five eight to like six four six five in like two years or something like that. Okay, I guess the the long and short of it was my doctor was like, "Yeah, your 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 muscle mass like didn't keep up with your actual <laughs> bone structure." Weak ass little boy. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> he was like, "Your your back muscles were like fucking slow down, bro. We got to catch up." Uh, so I had a Do bunch some of deadlifts, my guy. Yeah, I should have. Dude, I, I was eating fucking all the food I could eat and <laughs> playing basketball and still couldn't gain muscle. Anyway, um, so I had to go to the chiropractor because the chiropractor was helping my spine that was weak ass, weak ass, uh, sad spine. Weak ass looking spine. <laughs> weak ass fucking skeleton ass having boy. Dude, I, I just, I feel like, and we've talked about this in the past, but I'm going to expand on it. If if everyone had access to, and I'm we're getting closer, sort of, and then taking giant leaps backwards every once in a while. If everyone had access to massage, a chiropractor, a therapist, and weed, I think we eliminate like 99 percent of the world's problems. And if we can, and if we can add a way to have uh, a positive uh, sex situation in there as well, right? Right. If we if we if we checked all of those boxes, it would be it would uh, there would officially not be. I feel like they would crime. all help each other too, though. Oh no doubt. You know, no doubt. Like how how many problems would just disappear if everyone went to therapy once a week? I mean, I would say most right a lot for sure. And then for the other ones, you could smoke weed, and then your body would also feel good. Like you're you're done. You got no problems. You got a job. I guess we need that. We need employment. We do need employment. You gotta. You gotta you be able to. to get, you need to get laid in a safe situation once in a while, right? Then we'd be set. We'd be super set. Why can't that be a campaign for a presidential candidate? I mean, I don't know what. The Listen, de- I don't know what the Democrats are doing next year, but that should probably be it. <laughs> what do you, What do you think about NAFTA? The list was short. <laughs> Damn it, Steve! It was five things. Keep up. I didn't say trade. <laughs> I said employment, therapy. Weed and body work. That's it. <laughs> Simple. Simple. I don't know, man. Life's not that shouldn't, hard. It shouldn't be. All right. I have some more David Huggins questions. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. So this is just now the uh, what if you had sex with an alien episode. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Because we're 51 minutes into this and I got shit to do later. So, yeah. Okay. So my question is, so how did this dude get a documentary made out of him? I, I mean, it's a fantastic story how it's well right but i guess my the question i'm asking is is this dude famous did somebody just stumble across him is he selling his paintings for vast amounts of money he's shown some paintings someone wrote a book about him with images of the paintings a few years before the movie was made so i think the i can't remember the director's name but i think the filmmaker just came across either that book or someone who was familiar with his art Right. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I don't think it was a huge 
story, but it's if you hear about it, it's fucking weird, and you're probably gonna tell somebody else about it. Yeah, it's true. He, I mean, nice, nice work with the brand there, my guy. Right, like, he found his niche. Yeah. Hey, you fucked an alien? <laughs> nope. Okay, no. this is me then. Yep. Got this. <laughs> that so is it too. Like, want to hear a story you've never heard before? I've right. been fucking aliens since I was seventeen. <laughs> never have I ever inserted my penis into someone from outer space. <laughs> No, I'm the only one drinking. Okay, Dave just Dave just drinks a <laughs> sixty pack of beer, just like blue, 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 blue. Um, word. So I, yeah, I don't know. Some filmmaker found this wild ass story and made a, a very, very solid documentary about it. I guess he's probably getting some money off the documentary then too, since it's like the rights to his life essentially. I would hope so. I would hope so. Too. I don't know how much. I mean, I can't imagine they're going to make a lot of money off the film. No, did it show anywhere? Or is it going to show anywhere? Or I, I guess know. if it's already on Amazon, it's not showing anywhere, so that won't work. It may have previously. I don't know how long it's been out for. Yeah, I would guess they did some festivals and stuff at least, which would, again doesn't make you any money. But no, but might might make you more money once you put it on. I gave him five bucks today. And you sure did. Yep. <laughs> I think that might be my first business expense of 2018. Hey! Off to a. Great start. Fuck with your boy. <laughs> Five dollars towards alien sex. Yes, please. Yes, please. Um, word. Well, shit. I guess. Uh, I guess that's something. <laughs> we'll save. Uh, we'll save my my news stories for next uh, week's. Give us, give us one. Next week's Patreon. Give us one. We why we're so good with because they're gonna be old news. They're gonna be old news by next week anyway. So you might as well hit us with it now. Talking is hard, man. Talking is hard. We only kind of do it for five hours a fucking week, and we still suck at it. Still fucking that whole practice thing is a fucking myth. Um, did you hear? Maybe you got to give me a little more. I had to get to the right tab. I was, <laughs> I was wrong. I was in so many wrong tabs. <laughs> Too many uh, just <laughs> alien tits all the, up in your face. So, ma- so many alien boobies. The, the one where he's sucking on it, by the way, is, Ugh, um, bummer. he's Sorry, teaching <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. We had to say that guys. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I, I felt pretty good about it. <laughs> He's teaching his alien babies how to nurse. It was his uh, explanation for what's going on in that. Okay, David. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okie dokie. You got you got your tab situated there yet? I got pal? my tab situated. Did you hear that iguanas are jumping out of trees in Florida? No. So they got parachutes. They this, should be safe. This one will be old news by the time we come around. But this shit made me laugh my ass off, and maybe it shouldn't. But, uh, so you know how there's this crazy cold, cold bomb, cold, yeah. cold bomb. Yeah. Florida got dicked. Florida got dicked and it's like way colder in Florida than anyone, uh, has seen in there in a really long time. My brother and sister-in-law were up here last week when it was like negative 15 every day. Yep. And then they went back to Florida where they live the day before it was super cold and snowy in Florida. Nice. Yep. Nice. Get- Double the winter. Nice. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> they earned it. Uh, so it's been like below 40 degrees there. And because uh, iguanas are warm blooded, yeah, they're freezing and falling out of trees. Well, that sucks. But they're not dying. They're just frozen. <laughs> <laughs> the fall doesn't hurt them, though. Well, I they don't guess. They just shatter when I'm, they hit the ground. It's shards of iguana shards. Ugh. Ooh. 
falling out of a tree has got to hurt any do animal, we just, right? Do we just come up with a new band name? Iguana Shards? If you, mm. Iguanashards.com. Uh, <laughs> as long as you don't make any promises about t-shirts. Hey. We're making Iguana Shards shirts. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Florida officials are warning people not to touch them because by touching them, they might be warmed back up and they might wake up and bite you. So they're like, <laughs> if, you, if you see a frozen ass like Iguana chilling on the ground, it's okay, probably a, not dead. I it's just like... He wakes up, he's like... For sure, man. starts biting at things like, fuck, where am I? Who are, who are you? I I'm get scared. Abducted? What are you? I got abducted. F- fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> dude, I started watching Planet Earth 2 the other night. Oh my God, dude. This season is so good. Have it's, you seen it? Hell yeah. I've only watched... I watched the Islands one. It's the best with, with one of the All the iguanas. Season. Yeah, it's the best one. And the, the ocean iguanas. Those guys are pretty badass. Except uh, seeing them getting eaten by a herd of snakes is disgusting. It is It is pretty intense. But the but the one... Well, I won't say it. Just watch it. Just watch the Islands episode. But the oh, way that that right. bit ends is like so uh, yeah, phenomenal. Triumphant. I also watched the Cities one. And I just like... I kept. But I didn't see that one. I think it's the last one. I, okay, I was like, I watched like the first half. My wife is a transportation planner, and we sat down to watch one together. And obviously, it was the one about cities, even on a nature show. Um, <laughs> but they like the, Do they have mooses on their buses. Let's watch it. <laughs> There's a gorilla driving that train. the uh, The shots that they're able to get are insane to the point where I just don't really understand how that show is made. I say this every time I watch an episode of that show. How are you getting six different angles of a fucking monkey fight in the middle of Mumbai? And you're getting sound and you're getting coverage of the entire city and you're tracking... I guess I wouldn't. Maybe it's just a bunch of different monkeys, and I don't know what monkeys look like. But like, just the, the amount of coverage and the shots that they're able to get, and the the rain, like how close they're able to get to a bunch of them. Well, so one thing that I wondered about the proximity stuff is, do they just have hundred and fifty thousand dollar cameras with insane telescopic lenses on them that are? Yes, I'm sure that's part of it is super long lenses and I'm sure some of it is uh drones as well, but still to be able to pull that off like because it's not just a lot of them are not just still shots. A lot of them are tracking or you know, they're following the fucking right. sloth swimming the sloth swimming across the river. Yes, totally. I did the same thing. I was like, "How did they get that From shot?" From multiple angles. Right. Right. How is that possible? I I, I really also, need to talk to a filmmaker about the shit and have them explain what's going on. They did do some making of Planet Earth in the first season and okay. talked a little bit about how like some of the shit that they were doing was just straight up volume. It has like, to be. Like it has to dudes be. would go sit in the same tree stand for 10 hours a day until you get something good and then we'll make us we'll tell a story about for it for like three weeks yeah. or four weeks at a because so much of the sound is all just recreated in in the edit too. i'm sure yeah i don't think i mean i watched an entire that monkey scene i was talking about from the city's one where i don't think a single sound was from any of the shots sure it's just all foley and sampled and replayed and right. shit right which makes sense and I, i'm not mad at but that they, no, and they do an deceived. incredible job of it yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, you would have to to get. You're not going to get the sound of a monkey's feet on the roof as he's running. You know, like yeah. it would be impossible. Yeah, especially in the city of Mumbai, where there's probably a lot of other sounds going yeah, exactly. on. Exactly. 
But yeah, no, that the, season is super impressive. I highly recommend to everyone just watch. Just the, the production value is insane. Yeah. And it's and it's and it's very obvious the way that both like the budget and the technology got better after the first season. Oh, yeah. It was ten years apart, wasn't it? Right. Almost yeah. literally ten years. Yeah. But the first one itself, still to this day, I go back to the first one and watch oh, yeah. a random episode every once in a while. I'm just like, fuck, that's impressive. Every time I watch yeah. the first season, still but then you watch the second season and yeah, every every shot is just make a sense. holy fuck moment. Highly recommend it. We gotta right. go. We gotta go. We love you guys. Thanks for supporting the the pod. It means the world to us. We love you guys. Have an awesome week. Bye. Bye. We'll be back next week with another episode of the What If Podcast. Learn more at www.whatifpodcast.com. 